0: podcast where we assure you that women are capable of absolutely incredible things with the right tools, strategies, and mindset in place. I'm your host, Victoria Smith, a stress reduction coach who's all about helping you stress less, live more, and actually enjoy your daily life. Now, today on the podcast, I want to talk about kind of the flip side of joy. What are the things that kill your joy? The Girl Tries Life podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. Now, before we get into uh, today's topic, which I'm really excited about, it's all about kill joys. What are the things that kill your joy? I want to share that this episode is brought to you by Shift by Alberta Innovates. So our province is a hotbed of innovation. Shift puts the spotlight on Albertan innovators working to improve the world one ripple at a time. So here's a recent episode that you might find Interesting. Shift talks to Melinda, small biz lady Emerson, and Craig Elias of the Innovation Rodeo. So Melinda is the best-selling author of Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months. Forbes magazine uh, named her the number one woman for entrepreneurs to follow on Twitter, and her small business advice is widely read, reaching more than 3 million entrepreneurs each week online. As an entrepreneur, I know that I found that episode incredibly inspiring. So you can find Shift by Alberta Innovates on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find it at shift.albertainnovates.ca. That's shift.albertainnovates.ca. Now, I also wanna share with you a fellow Alberta Podcast Network member. They're called Let's Find Out. And you know, to be honest, it's always better to hear straight from them as opposed to me, so take it away. Hi, I'm Chris Changin phillips I host a show called Let's Find Out, where we try to have fun learning about history here in Edmonton. We investigate local myths. Because I think the bridge is so iconic, the fact that they've kind of gone unrecognized. It's a little bit sad. We do taste tests. It's such a good color. Cheers. And right now we're doing a whole season about how humans and nature have shaped each other here in Edmonton. Grizzly bears used to be largely a prairie species as well. Find us at letsfindoutpodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. As we take on the habit uh, for the Stressless Habits Challenge of five minutes of pure joy a day in July, I want to talk to you about the flip side, right? We're talking about all the things that create joy in your life, but it's also really important to start to chip away at the things that kill your joy. What are your kills? Jo- what are your kill joys? So it's helpful to break this down into categories. Things, activities, places, and people. We'll tackle people last because it can be just a little bit trickier, but let's start with things. Okay, we're going to Marie Kondo this S-H-I-T. What are the things that do not bring you joy? What things in your home, your car, your workplace, what are the things that don't bring you joy? I can kind of rattle off a few of my own. Uh, An overflowing compost bin, a box of random cables that I have no idea what they connect to, dirty laundry, broken tools and appliances, an almost empty coffee canister, anything that's like overly expensive uh, when things aren't put where they belong. I'm also guilty of doing this myself, so I'm not calling out my family. You get the point. So now I want you to make your own list. And now you know what is killing your joy, but what is it actually about those things that kills your joy? Do you notice like a theme in mine? Because I notice it. I like some sort of external order, which is super ironic as I live in a pretty messy house. I mean, I have two children, so like that goes without saying. When things are orderly and in their place, I just feel like I can rest. Like there is just this calm, even if my internal life is a little bit chaotic. If things are out of order and other people have caused it, then it tends to make me feel Then it feels like they are like purposely adding to my chaos, even that was like unlikely their intention. So, you know, deep, huh? You've got to understand what it is about each of these things that sucks your joy because then, then you can figure out what you can actually do to limit those kill joys. Well, when I had a budget and when COVID 19 wasn't around, I actually had a cleaner come every two weeks and it brought so much joy. Now, that's not a reality, both from budget and from COVID. So my husband and I pick a day of the week where we each clean together for an hour to get like as much done as possible. And that way we feel like there's some sort of order at the same time, rather than like things happening incrementally. Or I start to build new little micro habits for each of these things. Or, you know, we talk about these uh, challenges, the things that I'm seeing that don't bring me joy and have a conversation about it activities. What are the activities that kill your joy? Some of mine include doing my taxes, doing my bookkeeping, running errands, picking the wrong line at Costco, <laughs> having too many books that come up at, the, like, at once at the library so that I incur late fines, uh, reading the news, too much time on social media, the rare occasion when my son cries at drop-off and just says he wants his mommy, And also, like, when a recipe I've, like, poured my heart and soul into doesn't taste as good as, like, I thought it would. Anyone else, like, resonate with that one? So why do these activities kill your joy? Yes, in the, like, things category, I had a theme. Sometimes you're going to have a theme. Sometimes it's not, like, as nice and neat as that, and that's okay. For me, activities that kill my joy, um, they kill my joy when I feel like they waste my time if they're not aligned with like my skill set or my like zone of genius, or when my expectations aren't met. I also feel like the joy is sucked out of me when I waste my own time or when people I love are hurting in any way. So what do you do about them? Yes, I outsource my taxes and my bookkeeping, it saves me a headache it doesn't cost too much money and in fact it saves me money uh, in my tax refund and in the time i would have to take when i would inevitably make errors i am not made of cash particularly at the moment so these are pretty much the only things we outsource our family cleans our house which definitely doesn't bring joy either but we try and we make it fun bringing joy to kill joys is actually a really great strategy so i dislike grocery shopping but i can listen to podcasts and audiobooks while i do it We also know I dislike cleaning, but the same strategy is sort of in place. You can also tie rewards to those kill joys. So once we meal plan for the week on a Friday, then we get to watch a movie and drink a cocktail. Once I batch my social media content for work, then I get to do a fun podcast interview. Places. Okay, we cannot all be at the beach 24-7. So like bearing that in mind, what are the places that kill your joy? For me, it's our laundry room where the cat litter is. It's around the side of the house where I'm reminded of the paint-chipped fence. It's the parking lot at my shopper's drug mart, which is super busy. And I feel like I'm always going to crash in. And it's the places that make me feel less than for like whatever reason that is. Why do those places kill my joy? Sometimes they represent like a task I've yet to complete, a feeling of being incomplete, Or they're simply not nice to look at or, you know, smell of cat litter, or they add to stress. For many people, their workplace kills their joy. So what can you do about it? First, you can actually uh, bring some joy to that place. You could bring your favorite mug, a photo frame, some funky pens, or something to, like, brighten up your desk space. What about a little radio so that you could play your own music? Or an iPod to bring some sort of fun, you know, music to the atmosphere? Can you spend less time in certain places? Could you work from home a couple of days a week, right? I know many of us are working from home now with COVID. So, you know, there's going to be something to be said when this is all done of could you work part-time in the office, part-time at home? I think there's going to be a hard conversation with workplaces to make that a reality. We really have to break it down in order to problem solve. People. Okay, I leave this one for last because it's a big one. We all have people in our life who kill our joy, certain coworkers, family members, friends that we've outgrown, political figures, you get the drift. I'm not sharing mine here, (laughs) but outline who they are and what it is about them that sucks your joy when you spend time with them. Are they constantly complaining? Do they scare or intimidate you? Are your values like completely misaligned? Do they remind you of a hard time in your life? In some cases like yes you can remove people from your life but and this is a big but that's not realistic most of the time. There are 100% hard lines that need to be drawn for abuse and toxicity but most of us have the ability to coexist without constantly being drained. People aren't the same as us so we need to find out how we can coexist even if there's certain things that like rub us the wrong way. If you haven't listened to my uh, podcast episode on boundaries, I would go back, I'll link it in the show notes, and take a listen as that goes into detail on how to create solid boundaries with people so that you're not feeling compromised. A few other strategies could include simply spending less time with those people. Uh, Maybe on social media that's muting them or hiding them, even if you're still following them because you don't feel ready to cut that tie. Uh, You can also have an honest conversation using, like, the I feel language versus I hate when you do this language. I feel helps people realize, like, what the effect is having on you. It's not an attack on them. But if you say I hate when you do this, you're basically just pointing the finger and that doesn't really go well for most people. So have a hard think about the things, activities, places, and people who kill your joy. Understand um, the why behind the joy suck and then make a plan for how you can either reduce the kill joy or bring more joy to it these incremental shifts you're going to see uh, hu- or you're going to see huge gains over time And if you want to head on over to Instagram to share what kills your joy with me, you can do it in a post or you can DM me at Stressless Ladies to let me know how you are finding the stressless habits challenge. I would also just ask really quick, if you've been enjoying the challenge, if you're getting some benefit from it, tell a friend, tell five. You know, if everyone's stressing a little less, if we're all supporting each other through this challenge, it makes it so much more likely you're going to achieve it in a really sustainable, fun way. So let's get at her. Have a fantastic week and I'm excited to catch up with you next time.